Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host with the mother freaking most, Chuka Offer. And it's your favorite co-host, Ezgo Offer. Back at it again with another episode of the pod. I don't like what I did before you started talking because I low-key sounded like a sex worker <laughs> and not like a bad way. It's just like, that's not my occupation. Bro, come on, bro. Whoa, don't do me like you that. You said you don't dude. like it because you sounded like that. You sounded like a strong, independent person in America hustling to make ends meet. Nah, you didn't know what I said, though. What'd you say? I was like, hey, y'all. How's it been going? <laughs> you sound like Joe Goldberg. I definitely don't like that one. You see all that message that he sent to Cardi? I know we're about to get off on a tangent, but I got to bring us back for a second here. I didn't see the message he sent to Cardi. What did he say? Was he being nasty he in real life? Some personalized like merch or something. It was some show promo for sure, but yeah. said something to her and then <laughs> sent a message like in his little narration voice about Cardi. Oh, I, <laughs> bro, I saw him doing it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I saw that video on Twitter and then all I saw was girls commenting on their Oh my god, I wish he would just end me. Like he's so sexy, like this kind of stuff, I'm blah blah blah. Like, you while, miss- while he was mid creep, and then it instantly brought me back to the sadness of every serial killer movie that gets created. What? Y'all talk about how sexy that serial killer. If I hear Ted Bundy sexy one more time, bro. <laughs> Ted Bundy looked like a reject member of the Beatles. I'm not even talking too much on that man. He got some fans there. Oh yeah, let me stop. Let me stop. The Beatles were a huge band, so reject members are probably still relatively successful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's go ahead and pivot over to the rest of the podcast. So, you know, <laughs> bro, how's your last week been, bro? My week's been ups and downs for sure i'm not mm. gonna go too much into some things i think we talked about before with my car so like it is what it is on that front there's always something with us in his car apparently but <laughs> i'm just happy because amidst all that i was able to get some work done and partner with some people that really helped propel me because i actually just took part in a, no, a sales competition at kennesaw state university professional sales and so i a little bit of a rundown about how the actual competition works. Go hard. My boy was killing yeah. there. There was a first uh, stage where it was a group stage, four different rooms. Two people made it out of each room. They move on to the second round. And the second round was uh, four rooms where two people were in each and different times, obviously, for the mm-hmm. competition. But it was like a head to head. And whoever made it out of each one of those, there was four. Uh, each one of those rooms went to the final round. It all competed against the same person in the same room. And they went at different times again, trying to sell, sell to this person. And this is my first time ever doing a sales competition. 100%. Ever try, uh, ever doing sales in general. Not ever doing sales in general, but basically ever doing sales in general. In this way, y'all. In this way. But, you know, he I, jumped into with the lions and the hyenas, nigga, and how'd it go? And I want to say this. Before I say how it went, it helped push me. It helped teach me some lessons because yes, sir. I just wanted to put my best foot forward in all seriousness because I had a lot of people invest their time in me. Not a lot, but a few people that definitely took the time to out of their day to just be like, we know that you want to do this and we know you could be a certain way, as well as just trying to make it out on my own schedule because right now it's been heavy. It's been busy and there's been a lot going on. Amen. So being able to tackle both of those and just try and put my best foot forward and you know do right by myself because I signed up for something, as well as remembering the people that got me to where I am. You know, I got out of that first round and I got out first in my room in that first yes, round. Yes, sir. And so it was a it was an amazing feeling. I didn't even expect to have my name called when they were saying it. The surprise and then seeing some of the reactions from people because there was like recruit. Hold oh, on. When you were when much, you were but... surprised, did you look like those people that are fake surprised at the Grammys, but they knew they were about to win and they stand up like. <sighs> no, bro. It was like a legit sense of. Whoa, I did not expect. I'm looking around like, whoa, it's like y'all chose me for real, me, and because I also didn't prep for the second round, of course, they chose you king because I didn't expect that. But I got out in the second round, which is all right because I lost to the person who ended up winning it all, which feels a little bit better. 
but losing always sucks but losing no to the person who ends up winning is definitely just a tad bit like all right it, it validates <laughs> it because y'all really don't know which place i would have came in you feel me because i could have made it to the end too really better judges he could have been there too you're nah the no, judges no, were no. straight man they came <laughs> up to me after like trying to just big up me on all these things especially after the first round so uh long story short it was just one of those moments where i stepped out of my comfort zone i committed to something that most people probably in my position wouldn't have and i challenged myself and i was happy to see because of the challenge and because of what i went through i was able to come out of it but come out of it in a good place and learning something so i implore all of y'all if there's something that you want to challenge yourself and do and you're just trying to find the guts to do it or trying to find something go straight into it you know and just have some faith in yourself because us as humans at the end of the day i didn't like climb everest i know whatever there's so many other things that are going to be harder later on down the life but um, don't I think, minimize them but not trying to minimize, minimize because minimize. at this time it felt like a lot so i just want y'all to know that we as humans can do a lot more than we usually tell ourselves can we can so you just have to push and push and push and keep pushing yourself to that place of saying what more can i do and what can i do next because you know we only get one of these stories and i know at least for myself i want to write it as dope as i can so again shout out to everybody that helped me shout out to the sales team and it was just a great experience and I like how you went into a little bit um, stepping out of your comfort zone, just yeah. because that's where, as, as cliche as it sounds, that's where almost growth happens in the world. And so I'm not a sales team. I'm not a sa uh, sales major, bro. I'm a marketing major on my final year of college. Like this is my, just threw it in, you know, yeah. why am I doing this? But it's dope to see that just because, mm -hmm. I mean, like amongst various other things you've done, various things I've done, to be yeah. quite honest, and just like things we see people do in general. I love seeing people step out of their comfort zone. I will say that it has been something that I've lacked in recent history for myself. And I think that honestly does tie into a little bit of the mental here and there, yeah. like stagnation sometimes. But like all in all, this last week for me has been a pretty good week. Like it's been... It's been filled with a lot of surprises and blessings. Like they've had their little ups and downs, of course, but I just choose to take things and view them from the positive side. I had some good discussions that will help further my development. I had some really good blessings come into my life from family members and just opportunities that I'm now being yep. able to see and just a little dope stuff, man. So I'm just always going to be forever grateful. I'm forever happy. And not forever happy obviously my feelings be going wee, 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 emotions and like little stuff going on but i'll say like i'll try my best to be grateful because showing gratitude is all we got man like there's so much stuff on this planet that we are allowed to complain about every day and don't get me wrong like i'd be looking like i just got hit at the end of like a full combo by ganondorf and he <laughs> somehow hit me with that slow ass punch at like the end you know what i'm saying like it'd be looking well, like i'm like ready to end. be taken it out was, you know what you I'm had saying? the screen little flash going <laughs> it said oh he's getting knocked off the stage for sure but as as i'm a finally almost about to be off like 100 stock like i'm i'm out of here <laughs> i always find a way to float back and just <laughs> up be myself and grab onto the ledge and like now nah, we got this and climb back on in life and so that's just what i'm going to keep on doing man and so there's been hella challenges, but shouts out to some of the homies though, because I did see some cool stuff this week. Um, shouts out to Kim the Third, my dog. I was there for his music video shoot. It's friend of the pod. You may have known him formerly as Mook Sprockets. Um, and shouts out to Beauregard for having the private showing for his music video release that actually released yesterday. 
Well, by the time yeah. you're seeing this or listening to this a couple of days ago, but he just released it. It was a really cool experience. His energy is crazy. I just love seeing the passion in a lot of my creative friends. Shouts out to Conway. Shouts out to all in-house. Shouts out to Tahira. Like just being surrounded by this stuff and being able to see these things. It shows me as I try to reintegrate myself and come back outside. A Go little outside. Bit. Go outside a little bit. A little bit. As the kids say. I feel like I'm I'm slowly getting there and I don't know. So that was definitely enough. I wanted to give a shout out to the homies. Hey. But moving right along to oh, okay, yeah. Shout, shout out, out to the homies. homies. A shout out to having our regular audio equipment back yes, with us. Sirski, back and better. But what I will want to say is, and I'm not even gonna do this on a solemn note because all week you've heard sad stuff about this next thing. All week you've heard sad stuff. And we're gonna do the heat checks and we're gonna get into that. But I just wanna let y'all know, like right after our heat checks, I'm gonna lead into a little young Dolph section. And in that Young Dolph section, I'm going to choose to use it to celebrate his life, choose to use it to talk about the man, the father, the brother, the son, and the role model that Young Dolph was. And we're just going to get off of all of the unfortunate circumstances and things that have happened. And so with that being said, though, what's your heat check for the week? RIP Young Dolph. My heat check for the week mm -hmm. actually comes from an artist who I know y'all have heard before on certain songs, you know, Flip De Niro. <laughs> but the so, man's back at it again and just recently dropped it didn't you have his heat check oh the other song has a heat check like years ago or however long ago too on here uh i wouldn't be surprised but i mean i i'm just plugging it but who knows at this point we've been through so many heat checks if any of y'all are that dedicated to letting us know go ahead and let me know that'd be but fire for this heat check it comes off of his new ep that he actually just dropped and it was called no option yeah no option and by so, flip de Niro. yeah no option by flip de Niro. i hope y'all enjoy yes sir ski these niggas, I hope to get rich and they switch up and shit like they did it themselves. Yeah. Where you at, Mike? Yeah. I'm watching these niggas, I hope to get rich and they switch up and shit like they did it themselves. I'm watching these niggas, I hope to get rich and they switch up and shit like they did it themselves. I got no love for these niggas, no trust. I'm in love with the bag, I need nobody else. Spank a boutage, stuff with no stylus. I made it this fast, why I don't need no help. Okay. Why this too cold? It's just like I know him and snapping. I put on myself. You know how we go. Yeah. So this what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Okay. Okay, Flip the Narrow. I like that. If people, I, like that. I hope people aren't falling into the wave of, um, I'm not even gonna put that negativity out there. Actually, let me just go ahead and say I hope y'all enjoy the music and give that boy his shine with this song because he did it one and he did it. <laughs> and my heat check is gonna be from a song that I've actually I'm pretty positive I've already done as a heat check, but I'm about to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to play like a couple songs as we go through and just talk about Young Dolph's life, just because he does own his masters. So hopefully, like future forward, whenever this happens, like whatever streams may happen. I want it all to go to his family, of course, and like to help support them and just add to the pot of people that are looking out for him. But this song is called Penguins by Young Dolph and Key Glock. Hmm. I wonder. Oh, then how you coming, Glock? Yeah, we did this Okay. One. Oh, go, for sure. Go, 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 go. I don't follow rules. No, 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 no. But guess no, what? No, 
This is something this is something else though. This this is a moment that too many of us remember. If you remember the <laughs> Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> it's always the lead of the yeah, 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 yeah. If you ain't talking money, I don't wanna talk. No. You can tell I got this sack just by the way I walk <laughs> on the shit face. You niggas basic bought a half of Peter <laughs> You remember the video of like the the uh one of those dudes outside of the gas station? The little white boy, yeah, the frat guy. <laughs> bro, that I, my bad, I wasn't trying to but, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was like one of the he was like, bro, nah, you gotta call the little frat dude. Cause that just and I don't even know. He was on his way to something or he just got into something. Because that was the viral point. And oh obviously there was a lot of people in the United States that knew about Young Dolph. Like, let's yeah. just start, start that. But that was the viral point that he went kind of from like where like the where to where the casual listener got on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it was way, 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 way more mainstream. Because that as a casual that, listener at that point to, I guess, Young Dolph in high school, that was definitely how I got put on. Mm -hmm. I never expected that. But I will say, like when we when we do use this moment to celebrate, of course, Young Dolph. I will talk about the fact that prayers, condolences, and all that, like all the sad stuff, we got to get out in the front of it, and that is because all of our love and hearts and everything goes out to his family, especially like his his young daughters, his young children in general. Key Glock, like real family, looked up to that man like a older brother his his girlfriend i believe at the time that was reported to be there when the incident happened mom whole family everybody fans just because it's ironic that i'm wearing this shirt right now truly like when we were talking about this like before the pod started because young Dolph is one of them like he's one of them that's been cut from that cloth there was a lot of speculation rumor and little stuff going on and so I don't want to say exact numbers because I don't know what was true and what wasn't true. But I will say from what I've understood from Young Dolph, like this was somebody that did cons constant community upliftment. He said he wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for Memphis, the people of Memphis, the city of Memphis. He talks about the fact that he only wants his people to be empowered. He talks about ownership. He talks about putting down the stupid stuff and worrying about your money putting the money first. We know the favorite, the famous lyric when it comes to getting money. Guess what rule number one is? Gotta get the money. If Guess what rule number two money, is? Don't, don't forget to get the money. Like he always let people know where money was. He always invested in his children. He always bought real estate. He always tried to show people that there's a way, like I understand yeah. there is some street stuff that I'm not privy to as somebody that is not a part of that lifestyle, but I will always but trying to highlight what was going on outside of it and like ways to really handle your business in a different way to really take care of your family for generations and things like that. That's important to highlight because Positive obviously influence. we're not going to speak on things that we're not a part of, but there's so much to highlight out there of being taken care of the right way outside of 
and being able to be that person that can step into a place and be like, I'm going to share this knowledge with you. A real example. And to have people like, because everybody want to talk to somebody, but like sometimes you're not trying to take everybody's advice. And sometimes you, they shouldn't even be giving you advice. To have somebody that was worth giving advice and people were being receptive of, that was important. So I think it's important to reflect on that and not just in a sad sense of looking at, oh, somebody was lost in this. Because I'm not going to lie. If it was me, I don't really want people to be thinking for the whole rest of my life, not rest of my life, the whole rest of, like I guess, the people that know me's life, them to think, damn, what a shame. You know, I want them to think, whoa, I still was here for a bit. Like, what did I do? Like, talk on it. Let's have some fun. 100%. With it. Let's look at, let's reflect on at least what I was able to do and like be happy. And take that memory and just like advance it because exactly. you could see the people, you could see some of the people that were broken, you know, by this event, like people around him that still went ahead and threw his annual um, turkey giveaway. Like, because every year he'll hand out turkeys in his community. You know, they're expensive. Like, just make sure people are good for the holidays. He would do Christmas things as well. Just multiple things throughout the year. Big community person. But the fact that they were able to instantly do that right after the event shows me that the love and passion and drive that Dolph had was enough to carry them through that. Because that's some that's that's heartbreaking. You know what I'm saying? That's sure. heartbreaking. But back to the celebration that is somebody that was an example, right? We always talk about people being about it and not just really talking about it. Like this man even went out of his way. Like there are multiple, not just some Young Dolph songs. On top of the famous little clip from an interview where he talked about the fact that he, you are a sucker. He doesn't care how close you are to him or friends, blah, blah, blah. If you are a bad father to your children or if you just don't care about your kids, he's never cool with you no more. Like you got to get away from there. But even then he went even further to promote that in his music as well. Like mm -hmm. he does random lyrics where he'll be talking about it. Like this man was just really as flawed as people can be, of course, because everybody is flawed. Like I don't want to take away and act like anybody on this earth is perfect. But while being a flawed human being like all of us are, when you choose to promote positivity, when you choose to uplift and when your actions speak much louder than the words of others, because we even I know this is a tangent off of the Dolph stuff, but we've been talking about this even period, too. It's just like being tired of people who talk, 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 critique, critique, critique and don't really do nothing. I was about to say, not don't even really the people that anything. talk and like talk about the grand things that they want to do and then don't do them because like that's a whole different conversation it's the people that talk and complain about life but don't change it you know and talk and complain about i guess uh themselves community whatever but aren't really trying to do nothing and it's like you can only talk so much before your talk is more of just downplaying i guess or not downplaying or having a negative effect without actually ever putting a uh, something positive forward and showing for it and if you want to be that person that's only having that negative effect, whatever, but talk is cheap and start putting your money where your mouth is. Super cheap. And honestly, it's just, it's well, just so beautiful. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, of course, we're not going to like stretch it out anymore. And there's so much sad stuff that I wanted to point out in this section. But in all honesty, with wanting to keep the memory alive, wanting to keep the memory positive, I'll just scratch the last thing I was about to say. And I will leave you guys with this. I want people to... Always take this memory, whether it be Young Dolph, whether it be Nip, whether it be Kobe, whether it be anybody else we've lost that you that masses have considered a positive, uplifting member of society. I want people to take 
tragedy and I want you to turn it into a present to this world. I want you to turn it into something beautiful because we all have that ability. Like every single time somebody passes, their seed already has gotten spread to thousands, if not millions of people. And if those millions of people sit wallow and be upset all day about the tragedy, and I don't want to take away from people's grieving process, please don't ever paint me as insensitive because that's not what I mean. But with that also being said, the people that are grieving probably the most in this situation, y'all know these people, right? And from what I've seen personally, whether it be interviews, whether it yeah. be just people talking, et cetera, they, seemed <clears throat> about, they seem like well, people that grabbed life by the horns and decided that they were going to do something about it and they yeah, were going to continue moving. And so we always got to live in that, live in that and use that to uplift to the best of our abilities. I think that's well said, man. I think that's well said. Amen. And I'm going to go ahead and give y'all a little bit more to get us out of this with probably probably one of the hardest ones. I won't say my favorite. I got a lot of favorites, but something I just need niggas to remember. Remember those wise words, y'all. But with that being said, let's move right on to the next section. Love you. Rest in peace. Condolences. And let's get it. So, so the next section, we'll though, get into it. I don't have really. Oh, we have something else music, though. Like related to the music things, world. Yeah. We have um, <laughs> your point with the Larry Hoover concert. Man, I see a lot of people. Look, I'm, this goes on kind of what we were just talking about. Which, for backstory, Drake and Kanye West are doing a joint concert to bring awareness to the Larry Hoover yeah. situation. They're aware of these two in recent times um, through the Drink Chance pod and some of the comments on there and some of, I guess, their conversations outside of. They've been seen to have rekindled, I guess, their relationship and fixed some of the things that they were going through. So we both know that these individuals are Kanye West and Drake. I'm not just saying that by name. We know what that carries by clout. 100%. And so they decided to put on this joint concert to bring awareness to Larry Hoover's situation, as well as I'm pretty sure it was putting the proceeds from the concert to actually helping that situation. Mm -hmm. And so Larry Hoover is somebody that's been locked up for decades now, just to let people know. And he's somebody that... Take it how you want to view it. This is just some backstory for the people. Like he was one of the heads, if not the head. I don't want to speak incorrectly of an organization. It ended up having things go sour and my man got bammed up. This is years later. This is the super abridged version. Yeah. There's obviously so many details in there and, and so much other stuff. But essentially do your research before we go ahead and say on the rest of this right now. Just do your research on the situation. Come to your own opinions about how you feel. But point blank and simple, this is still somebody's family member. This is still somebody's father. This is still some a member of a community. Was considered a leader in his community. Is still considered a leader in his community. And um, so that being said, he's locked up right now for life on several different charges. And um, putting on this concert to have some proceeds go towards helping a situation. There's been a lot of talk on some of the comments, different things or whatever people say on the web about how are, is a concert supposed to help this individual who's locked up or these people are just doing it for clouders to make money or blah, blah, blah. In some form, I'm sure there's a way to benefit from them 
for sure. You can't hide that 100%. You, there's always a way to find how somebody benefits from something. But I'm just so confused at the end of the day when these are two world-renowned musicians coming together to put on a concert of a lifetime. Arguably, if not arguably, the top two people in hip-hop at the moment. And they're coming together to put on a concert with the proceeds going to said individual, his family, the case, I'm sure lawyers and things like that. Why would you not want them to, to come together to the best of their abilities with the you know skill set they have at hand to benefit and provide value to this member to his, this man and his family and his situation? People act like they want Drake and Kanye to suit up like they're Batman and Robin bro, and just get to it. And I'm, I'm so, so confused sick on that. Of niggas, like what what do you want people to do? It's like what do y'all actually want people to do? I get it. The Drake and Kanye beef sucked. We all get it. Like in terms of like hip hop beef, we didn't get a bunch of classic songs. We didn't get this, we didn't get that cool. But it's like, bro, you were adults at the end of the day. This nigga Kanye in his forties. This nigga Drake age rounds to forty at this point. What did y'all want these grown men to do? Like really, I want y'all to ask yourselves, what did y'all want these grown men to do? And now they're coming together to bring attention which ding 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 we're literally about to one of the next things we have to talk about is how attention freed a man stopped him from dying and people are wondering what they're actually accomplishing they're not he's doing bringing it. attention and so much money like, come towards on. this matter but people i think the moral of the story here without going too much into like what's wrong with you is to understand something <laughs> y'all because I can say what's wrong with you if you're making comments like that. But I believe in let's become solution-oriented and let's expand, I guess, our viewpoint and our perspective on things. When there's a problem at hand, people have to tap into themselves on what they can do to aid that situation to make it, it to resolve the issue. And not only what they can do, but how much they're willing to do and when they're willing to do and things like that. This kind of goes into when... Th in 2020 there was a bunch of issues again in like the uh, second rise of like the black lives matter movement and how a lot of people were getting flamed for different roles that they played in like helping out but you have to understand everybody has different abilities for different things as long as they're helping and doing it in a way that's suited to them or like that they have i guess the attributes and the benefits of actually providing value through action and their means let them do that and let them do it at the best of their ability because you can't get mad at somebody for trying to help a situation when they're just doing it how they can. What you can get mad at or question or whatever is somebody not doing something. But even this, this is so like different in that. Why would you ever get mad at somebody for not providing help for a situation the way that you want to, you want them to when you're not even the one doing it? And I want to go ahead and talk about my own hypocrisy here just to prove a point. <clears throat> one is... I've been this person. Let me go ahead and be the first person to say I've been this person for show. But what I've noticed as I get older and what I'm hoping to help younger people notice quicker than I did is how crazy you sound, like genuinely how crazy you sound critiquing people about doing something that has never been done before without you putting a hand in to try to do something yourself. What I mean by that is at the end of the day, Kanye West is not a diplomat. Drake is not a diplomat. These aren't politicians. But what can they do in a situation? Because no one, let's speak about it, no one in the history of the world has freed Larry Hoover. Because you know why? He's still in prison. So if they have a common goal, what are they going to try to do to get it done? Everybody was talking crazy about, and it's of course, like, we'll leave politics where politics be, but everyone was talking crazy about certain people meeting with Trump, certain people talking about this, certain people bringing up certain people. You know how many people got pardoned? 
You know how many people didn't serve life sentences? You know how many people didn't serve real jail, real prison time that they were looking at because they went and at least tried to get something done? Like so many people will critique without actually watching what is happening. People got so mad, like something we were talking about prior at Ice Cube for even speaking with Trump. You know what I'm saying? When he was trying to come up with a plan for the black community. The black community has never ever been treated like or put in a favored position in the history of the United States. So how are you going to tell someone how to make it happen? So it's just little stuff like that. That'd be so. And especially like, like take a step back and ask yourselves these questions, especially when the conditions aren't perfect. It's like, why would you ever go meet with. First of all, I'm not defending because not getting too deep into that one, because you already know how my views are on that person on Trump. Go back and listen to those episodes at the end of the day. But you're still trying to become solution oriented regardless because there's still a problem at hand regardless of who the president was and how people were being treated so of course there's still going to be pushes to help your people regardless of who the president because i'm going to let you in on a little secret the conditions are never right if there if there's a problem the conditions are never right Come for a now. reason because there's the problem because there's a problem there was people doing a lot bro you look back at like 1900s 1920s bro. there was people doing a lot more to get a lot less but they understood the assignment because at the time it was even worse than it is now. Sometimes you just have to keep pushing forward, trying to make things happen, even if life isn't all rainbows and sunshine at the end of the day. And I think we get too hung up on forcing things to be a perfect type of way when they're not, but not trying our best to make it happen in general. Bro, so we just need to pivot from that as people, man. People made millions of dollars off of Eat the Rich shirts. Let me just go ahead and say that. But didn't no one eat the no, rich? No, 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 no. And no, no one, no one, people not only made millions of dollars off of a shirt that oh. said eat the rich that one actually went that's over, what i'm saying right like over. like people made millions of dollars off of eat the rich shirts i want y'all to just sometimes think about let's see if they stuff. donated that money like come on now. let's see let's if they be, donated bro it. elon musk even said which of course like it is what it is with his whole stuff and i know it's a bit of a tangent but it's like he said i'll end world hunger right now because y'all keep giving me numbers about like how much it costs to end world hunger i'll end it right now if somebody can give me a detailed plan about how it would actually happen from this organization Crickets. it called out the organization too and it's kind of crazy because Crickets. at the end of the day people would rather complain than be solution i'm not i'm not about to be like elon you're right or things like of that course. Who that's knows? not where i'm coming from because at the end of the day he might be capped too he but be you know what capped. i didn't know been lying I didn't notice the same amount of press coverage or the same amount of people angrily tweeting how they came up with that plan and he never acted on it. Know why? Because they never came up with that plan. And the thing is, no one's ended world everybody just keeps on getting mad at trying to wait for somebody else to do something. But the thing is, we need to start doing taking steps to do things ourselves and to like work together to do things because otherwise change is never going to happen regardless of how you want it. And don't moral of the story. Don't get mad at somebody for doing something if you're not doing it yourself. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, but, um, sorry, niggas just got me a little bit sorry. hot, but it's like, but I also think I've gone this whole episode without cursing. So can I go ahead and get a round of applause and about to do something you cool can. here? Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We fade out now. <laughs> Y'all aren't used to that one. Bro, the funny thing is YouTube listeners are going to, are going to be able to watch how focused you were making that happen too. <laughs> I just watched my nigga get into a zone. Just, he was like, hold on, wait, I'm gonna do something really dialed in fingers pinpoint <laughs> he's like i got this one <laughs> Man, I've, I've been waiting to do that one for like 20 minutes now no that's swag i like that Thank but you. um moving on to a little bit more of an upbeat higher note i will say i will ask as a go if you have been giving time to stuff have you been watching anything lately before we get into i will say the beauty because there's a reason for this question of course i have been and i haven't been because 
while there's so many good things that have been coming out, obviously you can't watch them all. And the things I have watched haven't been what people wanted necessarily. I don't know if I talked about it on the last episode. Maybe I did. Did I talk about the show that I thought was similar to Baki where it was yeah. like, okay, because that just been prime real estate in my head. <laughs> and I just started watching. You talked about it to me. I don't know if you talked about it on the pod, actually, but go hard. I go never on. really watch reality TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you know this about me. Of course. I've been so anti-reality TV. This nigga watched years. Teen Wolf, but he made fun of me for watching The Real Housewives. Nothing was wrong about Teen Wolf continue. still to this day. I'll stand on Teresa that one. and them was great television. I doubt it, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Bling Dynasty. And it's like, <laughs> these shows are probably like these crazy rich Asians, right? Essentially. But I'm not going to lie, the antics and everything, it's just like what it is. I don't know. I think maybe I just wasn't old enough for reality TV when I was a kid. But I also wasn't one of those kids who grew up and was on Tumblr. So I think there was a direct correlation between the people who were on Tumblr and the people who watch reality TV. Because the Tumblr memes were crazy with the reality TV. Because Tumblr kids thought they were way more grown up than they were at that time. Way more. Way more, for sure. For sure. I was was a 17-year-old amongst a bunch of of 30-year-olds that I figured out were also younger than me. (laughs) (laughs) no there was a lot of people older than me though people was creepy on tumblr they were giving it up but they were giving it up i had a frequently asked questions like little section on my page and like the top well you have your own frequently asked questions like are you an influencer (laughs) no i was popping on tumblr but they had a little like um the top of it i had my age right i put age 17 half of the messages i got were like 25 plus year old women like asking me sexual shit that was so weird like actually so weird looking back on it now you know what's crazy like, to think about back on that now that's creepy the fact that you're I'm saying sorry. that for tumblr and that was at the end of the day humans haven't really changed that much right? at all in this many years at all what do you think's going on in some of these tiktokers dms <laughs> Bro, <laughs> some of these young men and women bro both are getting it's getting nasty bro it's getting disgusting it's getting disgusting Oh, that's it's wild. Disgusting. Let's just say that. Whoa. Like one of my dogs, shouts out to Seamus. He was telling me about how um because his younger sister is an actress. Yeah. She's been in a few critically acclaimed things, but I'm definitely not about to put her business out there. So of course. But he was telling me about how he runs her social media. Well, yeah. he helped run her social media at a point. And there would be random old dudes just like in her DMs or in her like comments, just like little stuff like that. And this is a this is a young girl. You know what I'm saying? Like his his sister's younger than him. He's already a young dude. You know what I'm saying? That's one yeah. of the young homies. Oh, that's sad. So imagine how young his sister is. And people are bro, people are creepy, creepy, creepy on these social media waves. But the reason I asked what you were watching, which I'll give we people, went on such a I'll crazy the people a little bit talking about what TV shows are being watched at the time. But. I'll give the people a little bit of what I've been watching. I've been spamming. I've been catching up too, and I know I'm about to just sound like whatever to people, but I don't give a shit. Like, I've been catching up to American Horror Story because I missed the last two seasons. Oh, really? <laughs> so I just watched this <laughs> this '80s one from. Oh wow! I just probably threw off the whole video. I'm sorry. Hey, yo, I'm not gonna lie. If anybody's watching this video from like 30 <laughs> minutes and on, I'm sorry. It's a little crooked. I'm sorry, but um, it, it is what it I is was at watching. This point. This 80s one, and it was kind of hilariously bad, which a lot of stuff from the 80s was hilariously yeah. bad. So I think they did a good job putting all that stuff together. But um, other than that, I've truly just been watching so many interviews and stuff on YouTube. But the reason I brought that, which is just a day in my life, but the reason I brought up what you're watching is we are on the cusp. I'm going to use an ESCO term. We're on the cusp of getting... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but anyways of getting back to a show some of my favorite points in the podcast yeah 
have been when we've been able to keep up with a show that everyone's watching every single week, yeah. right? Like the Game of Thrones episodes, those were great. Even though they were mid at the time that we were talking about. But it. we were still going, though. We were, like we were, we were going. It. it was community. It was fun. And we've done it with a couple other shows yeah. at this point. But Euphoria was one of the fun ones, too. Don't get me wrong. And I was one of those people that was <clears throat> snooze on Euphoria. I was sleep. I was knocked, Every week, I'm pretty knocked. sure I was coming on this podcast saying, Chuka, Ezigo was looking at me it. every single week like, bruh. Come on. And then by like episode five, I think I hopped in. It was four mm -hmm. or five. And then I marathoned them all that night. All that <laughs> night. Every single yeah. one that night. And I was like, all right, you got me. I think I probably even texted you. All right, you got me. That's how it goes. <laughs> We've had a lot of those moments with different shows oh, between yeah, us. Oh, for sure. For sure. We've had a lot of those moments with things in general. Because I, I, I did it for Tokyo Revengers where I, was, I hit you up after like, yo, my dumbass decided to start this before. So, like I had class the next day. He's all like, of a sudden, two hours of sleep and I skipped my first class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to catch up. You know? <laughs> like, like yeah. That stuff is excellent, but... Euphoria season two got announced through a trailer that Zendaya Ooh. dropped right on her Twitter. Yeah. So I don't know if she was the only one that announced mm -hmm. it, but at the same time, I only follow her from the show. Mm -hmm. um, so I did see that you she follow dropped. Champagne? I low-key forgot Drake's involvement, but the grassy <laughs> king, you know what I mean? EP, you're right. But yeah, so she dropped something about a minute long, a little cut trailer type thing of the next season, which already looking incredibly hype. Some of them I think are seems like some of these people really are outside like high school now they're outside even though some of them were already in college mccade <laughs> nasty ass coming back <laughs> to this high school girl bro the reason bro i'm sorry and it's always gonna be weird but the fact that i know this nigga in real life just because i know his cousin is one of the weirdest things ever to me like i don't know him no i'm not gonna act like one of those people that's okay. fake buddy buddy but it's like knowing his cousin since we were like probably like 17 ish and then randomly we were watching it was actually during euphoria i think like we were watching euphoria during those weeks and i think i guess with the hype and everything like one of my dogs he makes music he's been doing this mm -hmm. for a while he's actually popping a little bit with mu his mu own music in his own regards and he was just like all onto the story because i think it was LA at the time with his cousin he's like his cousin his cousin who and I'm like nigga your cousin's McKay <laughs> I feel like that would make it almost like ruin the experience more because you like to believe these people really are like damn you know what I mean but the, it removes it's like oh that's a regular person and he's good and, and the thing is though <laughs> he's good dude apparently has like a um a lucrative enough you know what i'm saying like who's we're not acting like he's drakes or anybody but he apparently has a music career too like a bunch yeah. of stuff that he's dabbled in and he's gotten successful at. I mean that's dope that's really at the end dope. of the day I don't think any of these people when they got on Euphoria were really like tiny. I'm not saying these are major people. And I think that was one of the beauty about Euphoria, at least to me, mm -hmm. was the fact that besides Zendaya, like you didn't really, not everyone was like a household name. So they were all like fresh faces to an extent who were just making their name. And it's kind of refreshing to have these non like super big A-listers, even though all these people now for the most part are just like re recognizable. You know what I mean? Oh, super recognizable. It's crazy, though, just because I'm so bad with names. So you're going to have to remind me. Yeah. But um, honestly, some of the most some of the most touching storylines, which I definitely want to see. If you describe the people, I might be able to revisit it in advance. There's three yeah. of them. Right. But they're very different. Of course, there's like the typical one. Everybody thinks about like the um, the um, high school star, like the. But him, screw him. The stories, Zendaya's one. I got to see how Nate plays out just because he was the villain, bro. He was I got to see how he didn't it plays lose. out because he was the villain and it's a great show. But yeah. the most hyped I am for is these are going to be the worst ways to describe people. But please correct me if you think of the names. One was um, Great Value Mac Miller, but had a really dope story. Uh, 
Wow, I'm forgetting these names too. It's been a minute. But we'll come back. <laughs> Zendaya's to character, um, the trans woman, that was an easy Jules. one. She, Jules, she outstanding storyline, yeah. and um, the larger woman. She had an so, outstanding storyline because of the flip. But it's funny because I think I know her name better from outside of. Real, I didn't know her anything. Something Ferrari. I didn't know her from it's Ferrera something or. We'll come back to it. We'll we'll get to these people's names. I feel so bad. All of this was kind of off the cuff, and I'm not gonna lie. When you just are really going through these shows, and then just don't see them weekly, y'all know what it is. You forget these names. I'm bad with names. Period. Some of my favorite animes. (laughs) I don't remember the main characters' names at all. Oh, okay. Fez. Oh, it's yeah. Okay, no. Fezco. Fezco. (laughs) And then there's it was Barbie Ferreira. Yeah, is the name of the actress that plays the. But her name was Cat inside of it. Yeah, Cat inside of it. Bro, I like was weirdly attracted to her at first. Not anything to do with. I can see why. I I I was weirdly attracted to her. Just you know me. Like for some reason, like that was just kind of like I was like, all right, she's kind of cute, and she has a personality that would be kind of adorable. Like this kind of stuff. So really, like I know there's so many obviously like more like conventional like way people will put them in the show, but she probably was at a random point. Who's the typical one that people? She was definitely one of the more likable characters until I stopped liking her, which who, it had like a random drop off. You know what I mean? Who was the really adultery? You know, none of them were, bro, even though because I know the show tried to make it out like a Cassie was probably that person or whatever. But I don't think any of these characters were really. I like, thought I thought Kat was so cool and like sexy like that kind of thing and like her vibe her like whatever until that point you know which point we're obviously mm-hmm. talking about where i think she went from like super likable character to kind of like uh oh what are you doing like yeah. what's going on yeah. i think that hit and i was like dang shorty what are you doing like, man it's uh, just i think you end up not liking everybody a little bit too and it was also one of those shows where you don't like everybody but you do it's Except sick that rue was only one for me I think Rue and Fezco were the only two I think I liked the whole time. And and that's hard to say with Rue, but I liked Rue. Bro, the whole her time character still. was pissing me off. And she was daily, pissing me off, bro. bro. And I still loved her, bro. I was like, I love you, bitch. Like, I get why you? you make your decisions because, like, you know, <laughs> people who struggle from certain things end up making certain dis- things that, decisions people won't agree with. It still annoyed me. <laughs> but I got it. It is what it is. No, but it was a really yeah. dope show. I like how they really um, portrayed a lot of. The thing I like about shows like Euphoria, which is stuff that I liked about so much in like a show like Skins and like other shows, period. It's like, yeah, you get to see because a lot of people believe that these are extreme dramatizations. Like if you live in like a super like controlled environment, super bubbly environment. I've talked to a lot of people that like view certain things in like a Euphoria, view certain things in like a Skins, et cetera. And they're like, bro, young people don't really do that. Or people aren't doing that in masses is, like that. They, like I knew people this, that people. were. And the thing is, school's only gotten weirder, quote unquote, I think as the years go on. And so I'm not going to act like I know what it is like nowadays because I don't know people that young. Of course. But I remember like when my sister was describing her experience, even compared to mine, I was like, oh, it's only getting like, yo, some of the stuff that she was telling me, it was kind of wild. Oh, it's getting crazier for sure. But it's I love how they portrayed that darkness, though. Like, and show that was all sides. It's me. not just like Saved by the Bell. You don't just see some positive like, yo, <laughs> you know, it's time to meet her after class. <laughs> We're going to go to cheerleading practice. What's everyone's <laughs> like, affinity for these kind of teen dramas though that's one thing i I never really understood but i know it's almost really popular with young adults in general but is it the lack of a space where young adults i would say in their 20s have a show that's 
accurately representative of some of this darker nature people only put it with these teen shows and like because the, they expect them to have an edgier side but they don't do it as much when it comes to like the 20 something or maybe i'm just not thinking of the right show i was about to say to be quite honest like it's it's almost like an extension to me like the euphorias the scenes etc like a less super powered version of course extension of like little high school animes like high school battle animes and little stuff like that and what i mean by that is I think because those are some of the most popular genres in anime, period. I think like these, it's just the capturing of such a pivotal moment in a lot of people's lives, right? To where you could observe and almost critique it in such a different way, either that you identify with, you either see, like a lot of people probably watched this and knew a few Nates, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like some people may have known Aru, some people may have known of this, may have known of that. And you try to identify people that may have been like that or try to see like, yo, if I was in high school, where would I have even fit in that universe? Or like, how would it have been? How would I have grown through some of these events, et cetera? Since I think it was such a formative time people people intake watching other people's formative times if that makes sense because mm. you're watching transformations and you're watching people grow and you're watching people like gain a lot of shit that you gain in those young formative ages where you're impressionable you fall for certain stuff like even we're talking about like the moment that cat like did her flip and people were like whoa when it came to her but yeah. there's a lot of shorties i know that really had like a random just like whoa, you know it was like, crazy moment because like while you some people tie back to then it was even funny because i was comparing some things as i'm actively going through at that time it was on the later tip of age wise because for us but I was comparing to some of my like college experience and I know For like sure. some of these people are different whatever and things like that. And it's a different setting, but I was transplanting some of these personalities to who I knew at that time and some of that tr formative transformation. Cause I know even past then college was a little bit of that too. A hundred percent. So just saying that is major. I think honestly, it's like all of your youth, of course. But I think if we look at a pocket, it's probably like, 16 to like 22 23 yeah. are like the whoa yeah. ages of that stuff i think there needs to be more early 20s to mid 20s type of shows write it and the thing is write it sure but the thing is am i going to be able to write it at this point in my life when i'm this age and get it out i'm not that dedicated to making it happen <laughs> but whoever is because somebody is Let's fund them and let's shoot it. Go fund them. Let's go fund them. I think there's a uh, there's a site for that or something, right? I think right? there is a site for that. Hold on, let me just search. Go fund that. Something go about them. Two of the letters them. maybe in them. Was it E-M? Go. go fund go them? Go fund them. Go fund me. Go, go fund me. Go fund me. Okay, no, yeah. no, no. We could go to GoFundMe, yeah. surely. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. But shout out to the whole cast. Shout out to the show. Shout out to Drake always. Um, <laughs> Euphoria yeah. is definitely something that I'm excited about. And I can't wait for us to be able to speak about yeah. it every week for you guys. I know we can talk on all this stuff all day. And I'm not even going to drag that anymore. I will say one final thing. That is weird to me. I'm sorry that I was burping on pod like that. That no, feels weird. No but um, yeah, something that feels weird to me is the fact that I really enjoyed how I might. I was talking to a girl about this. I really enjoyed How I Met Your Mother, right? Mm -hmm. I enjoyed New Girl, right? Mm -hmm. These kind of shows you They're enjoy? Great shows. Yeah, great shows for sure. We all know this. I think uh -huh. that's like universally known that these are good shows. Uh -huh. I'm starting to get to the age where I identify with some of the things in these shows. And that's the troubling part. It's weird. It's weird. And that's the troubling Bro, part. Bro, as a go, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And one, I think- it's They were in their late 20s in a lot of these shows when this first started. Bro, let me be real with you. The reason that Friends blew up so much as the show it was, mm -hmm. right, 
is because of the fact, in my opinion, humble opinion, but is the fact that it was one of the first shows of its kind to show just like the regular ass experience of 20 year olds, right? Mm -hmm. But we're 20, we're young, we're hot and let's have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't like, I know that some people in the cast were beautiful. Some people were this conventionally, this is that. Obviously, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But it wasn't like a cast full of like straight strikeouts across the board. Yeah. It was like a group of friends you would probably see like at a bar in New York. You know what I'm saying? Out of this, out of that. And they were just hanging out, living their typical day-to-days in their 20s, learning, yeah. getting through this stuff, etc. Yeah. right? It's weird to me now, though, because you've seen so many things like The Friends, The Seinfelds, the et cetera, mm-hmm. the et cetera, like all of the shows. We've seen hundreds of the same old. And a lot of them have been great. I'm not talking down on it. But now, like you said, nigga, I'm about to be 28 in January. Like, I be watching some of these shows like, oh, that's an immature thought. Like, you're saying I'm about to be that age. I'm like, oh, I remember when I was that age that I thought those things looking at 25, 26. And I'm like, wow. Oh, wait. It's happening. It's happening in real time. You're getting old. I remember my mid-20s. I'm now in the late. (laughs) I'm doing things with my friends now that I remember when I was hanging around, like, you and your friends a few years ago and it's just like wow i'm watching history repeat itself <laughs> i'm in the same situation it's kind of crazy just like i don't know man human progression but without further ado i know we do have more to get into we had uh just for well it depends on what else you need to yeah. get into for sure i was gonna say just i had one we had one more thing i think on the docket unless you had more but it was there is the, a little bit about the sports section that there's a giant sports. conversation point here for us but i want to go ahead and highlight a few things because go hard. it is important and <laughs> when i say important it might not be i just want to say oh it. no so look um all my formula one fans out there yes sir, who might feel a type of way yes sir, might support certain people might be this down the third. I'm I don't the biggest care fan y'all ever met. What it is, to be honest, who y'all support, who y'all don't. I love I racing. Vroom, vroom. I just want to say the fact that I've watched that Brazilian race weekend and I never talked about it because, you know, by the time we did the pod, it was just the point where Lewis Hamilton ended up getting into P10 before or P5 to having to start the race at P10 after going through all the, I guess, like, um, penalties just starting so far in the pack of like qualifying and then ending up winning winning that race weekend it was just phenomenal man and i'm loving how even after qatar these last two or three races i can't remember how many is left that it's finally coming down to the wire so for all my people out there that are enjoying this sport and new fans of it too because there's a bunch that are new fans i'm one of them especially after drive to survive came out because i think that brought a lot of new fans i don't know about y'all but i think we're in for a good one and i'm Ready to stay tuned to just see what happens because it's genuinely coming down to the wire. Yes, sir. I'm excited. You, you love when some stuff like that happens. <laughs> I think it's yeah. just cool stuff in general as a sports yeah. fan. But I mean, like a lot of, I've been seeing a ton, a ton. I think I say this a few times on the pod, but it's like a ton of F1 stuff now. And it's really, excuse me, but it's really interesting. Like it's actually pretty interesting. This is genuinely one of those situations where exposure really does mean a lot because I knew nothing about the sport. But when I started to learn about it, I started to become a fan. Go figure. But um, the, one of the last things I had for sports, only for sake of time, unless you had other things, but was the Staples Center renaming, because that is kind of an important one. Man, the Staples Center <laughs> is arguably the second or third most, because I'm never going to say first. You already know how I feel about that. But it was the mm-hmm. second or third most iconic sports arena in basketball. And of course, all, Madison Square Garden is ahead of it. I think Madison Square Garden is number one. And the only other one that's even like com- comparable, I think, is uh, TD Garden for literally boston 
No, if if, but if I still think Staples Center is ahead of it, but I could see how people would swing the argument. MS, if MSG is one, Staples Center too, for sure. But I know it's not even yeah. worth debating. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying for the like, yeah. sake of those organizations, you know how people are. Depending so, on which which coast you ask, people are going to give you different answers. No, no, they're not. Only one particular area is going to say TD Garden, bro. I have a Celtics take that I'm gonna say for now, but it's okay. I'm gonna say it for now for sure. <laughs> that franchise is living for off sure. the backbone of one, a man. one person, bro. <laughs> one no man. wonder he's at every game, know, bro. They're is. a fraud organization other than one person. If you wanna be real, the Lakers won autumn real. rings in a spread, right? Was, and they it's, always, been, it's been a lifetime and they, ring. Oh, and they a try to act like they are direct rivals with an organization that won eleven out of their sixteen or seventeen rings with one person. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. At the end Stop of the day, it. we know what that is. <laughs> that that one's a phony rivalry. We've seen it for a few years. But there's the important thing here is the fact that the Staples Center is being renamed to the well, it's going to we don't know the exact name yet, but it's going to be renamed from the sponsor Crypto.com. And so people didn't they say thinking, it's the Crypto.com. It's center? not going to be the tri- Crypto.com Center or Arena. That'd be so swag. That's the ugliest. That's so ugly the that it'd be swag because you got enough bread. You say so. <laughs> so you you say, say the so. whole thing. Crypto.com. <laughs> you think I think Truist is a cool name for the park? Uh, <laughs> like, <there's yeah>. this. <laughs> I get why they need the .com, though, because crypto is just crypto. Uh-huh. But it needs to be... <laughs> it needs to just make it the crypto. They got money, so people just got to say so. Uh, <laughs> like, like, what are we going to say? How, how do you feel about it, though? I know I have my own thoughts that I'll say after, but I want to hear how you feel. How I feel about it? I think it's beautiful only because... Um, I'm not going to be one of those like tinfoil people that try to convince people if you want to miss the gold rush, miss the gold rush. I'm definitely upset at myself for not being as invested as I should be right Mm -hmm. now. But with that being said, so I'm never going to speak down on crypto. All I can do is lift up from what I've seen it do for people. But but I think it is so beautiful to see crypto.com being represented on such a large platform because Staple Center, this is the first time they're changing their name in multiple decades, right? Yeah. Like the first time the name rights got shuffled Many in multiple decades. decades. And that is huge for such a historic organization. And the fact that it is directly connected to crypto, something that has such big controversy on the world still right now because of the fact that it is relatively new, right? And so it being in more recent history, a lot of the old money, not a lot of, because we see a lot of investors, but like a lot of people are kind of iffy because of the fact that they don't know cool 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 but just seeing it be brought to the forefront i think is such a beautiful thing to where it's going to almost force a lot more people to be more aware of what this is doing because if this website from this currency that is considered a whatever by whatever people is able to buy naming rights from an arena that hasn't sold naming rights in multiple decades (laughs) then it shows the power of something you know what i'm saying it shows the power of something and a, a lot of people think it's cheesy i think i'm happy that you said that first mm-hmm. and foremost thank you and a lot 100%. of people think it's cheesy because like oh crypto blah blah, blah. it's just like that's so pay to play thing first off what do you think staple center is where do you think the name staples came from bro the, you would i want not i want our listeners to go ahead and type right now if you're listening if you're on youtube instagram whatever and i want you to send me the location of the closest staples to your house because how many of y'all know where it is they're going out of business fast. And no hate on them because they really held it down. They held it down for a real nigga. For sure. For sure. But it's like, bro, y'all need to quit. People are like, bro, Staples Center is so legendary. Future, what do y'all think bro. it was? I get it was to... a purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I <get> to... <laughs> it was bro, something else before then. Nigga. Like... Think about the fact that you get to, at that point, take my kids. You get to take your kids to a game at the Crypto Center, the Crypto.com Center, whatever it is, and just be like, 
I remember when they named it this. That's so cool, though. You get to see history playing for a different generation, and that's really dope to be on the forefront of. So we're people I'm that, not hating. We're people that love progression, though. Yeah. So I mean, seeing progress is always going to be cool. Madison Square, though, I don't know if I ever need to see that one change. I don't want to ever see that change, but if it does, I'm never going to hate it's on it. It's got to be right. It's got to be it's right. Be right. But I think crypto being on, especially in a California arena, it would have been more. It would more beautiful if it was Golden State's arena. If it was to Golden be honest, State when they changed. That would have yeah. been swag. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Because you know directly it was Zuckerberg or one of them niggas. But <laughs> for sure. In the bay? Come on, man. One of them said, Oh, you want a light little 25 for the name change? Here. <laughs> a light little. Bro, those are the only niggas that could do like a here, like a here nigga damn for 25 million. And the craziest part is the people on the other side disgusted that they said that as they're picking it up. Like, yeah, whatever, man. I said, yeah, you're so nasty. Eat the rich. That's so the nasty, man. But on that note, that's all I had to talk about. <laughs> that's all I had to say, too. My name is Chuka. My name is Azigo. And this is the freaking off space. Space, space, space. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Peace. <laughs> this isn't a... Oh, my God.